Welcome to the Oborowski Dills podcast, the best podcast in all the motherfucking land. You already know what it is. It's your boy Kiko Flo, Kiko Cervantes. I got a few little hoodlums from back in the day I grabbed from the streets. Adrian, well, you already know. He's a fucking, he, he's a broski doodle resident at this stage, but he's back in his motherland. He made it back, so we, we, we're glad he's there. Made it back in one piece, baby. Here for round two. Hell yeah. And we also got our boy that you, you got to have <laughs> quite the story with your conversion. DJ BJ, who's coming here to fucking defend his honor after we talked a little shit about him in the last podcast. You may call me Sultan DJ BJ from Agraba. From Agraba. So what do you do, bro? What's up with your situation? <laughs> uh, uh, bro, um, new year, new me. I, I just tried to, you know, decided that something, I got, something's got to change for, for me to be better. I just got to start doing better. I can't just think about it. I can't just say it. I can't just like, oh, hey, I have a dream that one day I can have money in my own place. No, I got I to gotta be about it. The first okay. step is to dress the par. Exactly. Not oil money. Dress for the job that you want, not the job that you have. Oh, shit. Right. <clears throat> the only thing is, it's a little weird if you're going with that tuxedo. To your fucking janitor job that, that looks weird kids are like what are you doing that are you lex friedman or what no i'm just dressing i'm dressing for the job that i want i'm i'm dressing the part i'm dressing for the job that i want i don't know but I think this is what i got okay okay well yeah. we do appreciate you being here i mean before we go any further can you can you explain is it is it the case that you're in a conversion uh situation right now where you're converting to islam or do you, do you just get so much money and started buying gold, you know, Cuban links and gold chains that you now feel like you need to dress like, you know, oil money? What's the situation that you got going on there? I see the the glasses too. You got like Rick Ross type glasses. What's going on? I'm glad that you pointed that out. Uh, today I am uh, honoring a very special day in, in America. Today is Martin Luther King Day. So I am honoring my uh, my Muslim brethren uh, and, and showing support for this special day. Okay, because he was Muslim, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think Malcolm X. But... I mean, <clears throat> the people that he hung around with okay. definitely were Muslim. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So it's it part of the mentality to like part of that whole. Are you using uh, this wardrobe to like, for example, go uh, DJ parties? Um. Yes, I could, particularly if there is a party today. Um, I reserve it mostly for, uh, for Halloween as a part of like a, you know, like a nice little uh, costume that I've, that I have yet to try because of COVID thanks a lot, COVID, um, all my parties were canceled. Like I had a, a Christmas party, a Halloween party and a new year's party all got canceled because of COVID. For someone that's, you know, in the, in the DJing circuit, of um, you know of quinceañeras in in the Miami area, what has been the financial hit that this sector has taken since uh, COVID has come to fuck with us? Mm, mm, mm. Um, actually, I I see that 
some of the party places have actually made money more so than you would think because imagine that you are a banquet hall you sell the the spot the spot or the location for a hundred guests and the day of the party only 50 guests show up you you're still getting paid for the 100 guests and you only have to tend to 50 guests or 60 guests or you know like a certain percentage of the like not 100 percent capacity so wouldn't that just be for existing reservations because after a certain point then there's limitations on on reservations and you know to expect less right as time passes by reservations go down overall but the reservations that exist are already paid for up front so you you don't have to work as much to get the same amount of money i don't know if that makes sense (coughs) yeah but that's only until they find out this is going on and then people stop booking the next i mean i guess that that logic of yours works for the first time that we find out we have COVID going around and then from there on and people not, and not, not really because it would be for a so place that doesn't accept cancellations too because most, a lot of places put policies in place that like because of COVID you know we understand mo- we'll give you everything mo- back most no most uh, banquet halls have that in their contract uh, where you cannot cancel for any reason Damn. whatsoever yeah, but shine, that's a loss COVID, of the producers the banquet hall light. is just the renter of the venue Someone's paying for the loss, and that's going to be taken into well, account in the next one. The person that's doing the party, they're only doing that one party that one time in that one place. So if everybody only realizes in that one time that they go, that they're making a party that they, they can't, they're not going to tell their guests, oh, shit, I paid for 100% of you. Yeah, you guys, and only 50% of you, you guys show up. I don't up. know if I'm high, but I'm fucking completely lost. And what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Like, <laughs> Is it me, Adrian, or is DJ okay. DJ? Like, it, it makes sense the first go around. But a, a business is not sustainable like that because after a while, everyone's just going to, like you said, catch on or try and get their money back. Like, yo, this is, it, it's not like we're just canceling to cancel. There's COVID in place. What was the but, reason but the, you said, okay, so people the, already booked the, the issue. Thing. The issue comes is that your guests have COVID. My, my workforce and my people are here to, to work, whether you like it or not. Yeah, but it, a, a business is not going to, yeah, like, 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 that like, like eventually say, that word gets around that they're assholes and like, they're just going to book it. somewhere else that has a better cancellation but, policy. If, if but you're then, a waiter, then, now, let me ask helps. you this. What if what if all banquet halls have that same cancellation policy that regardless of COVID, they're not going to give you your money back? Because realistically, the, the bride or the, and the groom are still fine and they're, they're there. It's like the majority of the guests. So it's not it's not financially like oh, convenient. Like if it's a wedding for, for a you to right. Okay, like okay. the quinceanera is fine. The family of the quinceanera is fine. Maybe like La Abuelita has to stay home or some shit. Right. Which is uh, not really a bad thing. And you... then and then towards the and then it's not really like oh, everybody's committed in the beginning. Everybody always repeats. And then like a week or two before some guests start calling. Oh, I shit. I got COVID. I'll I be honest go. with you. Oh, actually, damn. I got COVID. That would actually be like my my dream wedding. <laughs> right? like, I, I, like I planned it out for two, two three hundred people. And right on, the, like the day that's gonna come, the weekend before that, seventy-five percent of them get COVID or whatever the fuck the, <laughs> the disease is. They get some shit, <laughs> and then only the VIP get to come, and I don't have to feel bad about it, and they can't really tell me anything about it. Does can't that make tell sense? me nothing. Well, in that case, you would eat the loss of all the money that you put down. Yeah, because you're putting down thirty right, grand right, for, but that, I mean, for this party. No loss is give bad enough. Give or take know, thirty to fifty for three hundred guests. No, give, give and take. People. Yeah, you lost the money, but you also don't have to deal with all the people. I gained well, not, the experience. 
I don't now have, you to have people telling me, where do I park? I don't know, motherfucker. I'm about to have <laughs> not, one person oh, you for the rest of my life. Let me fucking, you know. <laughs> now Eric, you like having some stress on my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Reminded me of that of that scene in old school where, where we were feral. It's all like couples therapy. He's <laughs> like the, the the therapist is like this is a safe place. Like he's like all right, all right. Well, what's what was happening is that is I'm very ha I'm having a very hard time coming to grips that I'm gonna have just one vagina for the rest <laughs> of my life. And then the, and then the, the the girl that his wife is like, what the fuck? Oh, like, well, fuck. I thought this was a safe place. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. It is. It is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> but, you, but you're still gonna get fucked. <laughs> no, but I think I mean no, I get what you're saying. But I mean, is it sustainable you, for the business? No, because in, in the long term, people are just gonna not do parties. Exactly. Not, not even, not okay. even at that, at that, at that, at that. Um, I just wanted to make that sure that your bit. mind, your logic took you there. Oh uh, yeah, 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 definitely. I mean, it was there to begin with. Like if somebody was gonna was... get married in the next few months, they might be like, "Hey, yo, DJ BJ, we're gonna call that offer now." You know, because we don't know what's gonna happen. So let's. So people will put yeah. off events for later. Mm -hmm. You know, but like a quinceañera might be having a seventeen añera, something like that, or 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 a sweet twenty-one or some shit like that. Because at the rate this is going, uh, who knows when this is gonna stop? Yeah, I mean, but this well, stage well, things are bouncing back now. At least for the hotels, there's a lot more weddings being booked and uh, meeting and events group being booked for twenty-two and twenty-three. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Oh damn. Yeah, it's yeah. like is this like official corporate side of me is okay. Shit. Yeah, off. Shit. Don't <laughs> don't let the bunk beds in the back fool you. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker moves KPIs. <laughs> I don't know if that's even like that you see way. The, that you you see the direct. setup with the stickers in the back? Damn. Oh damn. Are those are those glow in the dark stickers? <laughs> nah. Okay. No, 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 no. Not until yeah. we get our own place. <laughs> It'd be a lot cooler if you did, man. No, the glow in the yeah, dark stickers. The glonda dogs on the roof. That's right. With the stars. <laughs> not there yet. Oh, shit. One of those is missing a blade. I think it'll be really cool <laughs> if, you get, if you get a three-floor bunk bed. Three floor. It, it will save a lot of space. Oof. You'll have a lot more room for activities. Oh. Right. <laughs> or are those, those beds that, like, fold up and shit? You just close them in into the wall? Mm -hmm. Okay. Awkward silence. <laughs> That's really nice. <laughs> like no, just, just envisioning it. Yeah, 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 no, it's kind of, it reminded me of Despicable Me in the movie where they have the, the spaceships. Thing. Uh, yeah, that'd be cool. And then they like they, they rotate. <laughs> like you could you could have little capsules. Like right now, if you go to Japan and you want to go into like a Ooh. hostel, it's not like a nasty place where they have a bunch of bunk beds and people farting. They have capsules where like you go into like a fucking like if you were in a submarine. And then you close the capsule and you're pretty much like in a little box where you cannot really stand up, but you can lay and you have in the in the little walls, you have like, you know, a TV and things to plug in your phone and shit. So if you could set up your house to have three little capsules, right? You, your kids, whatever, boom, boom. And you can have a lot of room for activities. You can even get like mm -hmm. a one bedroom apartment and pretty much have like a whole setup going on i'm talking about like minimalistic you know like japanese mm -hmm. culture type shit so so let me Any ask homes? you this like sorry yeah so let me ask you this you you go into the little capsule or um somebody like because these uh capsules are like rotated like people you know go in they use it and they leave 
And I, right. and I, I mean, I don't know how often they would clean them. They would probably clean them what, like at the end of the day, every hour, every after every use. Um, They're not for jerking off. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, get to the question. <laughs> so. Would like, these be if, clean on a daily basis, like including the roof <laughs> and the screens and everything? I don't know. The DJ, guy be, DJ. The, I would assume the if they see be, you going in there, they'll probably clean it on a daily basis. Yeah. <laughs> With a pressure hose and fucking the, the, the guy before you goes in there. Mm -hmm. He he he's a like nasty, nasty, horrendous. Right. He comes he comes out and you go into this capsule, it closes on you, and then you smell it. You're stuck in there too. It's a lot. I mean, right. I mean, that seems like for that to happen, uh -huh. many things have to, would have to go wrong in the <laughs> in the whole like logistics of this the, place. the whole system. <laughs> However, it would take someone like you to fart in the capsule before you leave, close <laughs> it, and then have somebody come. Maybe the cleaner will catch it. Now, if your <laughs> fart is strong enough to go through two cycles of opening and closing, oh. You, it know, can you tell me you tell me what what if it gets stuck in like in the in the in the little savannah in the in the bed for in the bed stuff and... well that would they will clean you know but again maybe yeah, but you... like, that's why i asked how often are they cleaning these things maybe you have farts that you know or what if i deliberately get a pillow put it between my legs and then i fart and you give them pink and, and then i, li <laughs> and I just <laughs> leave it there <laughs> that would be for a good little podcast clip you leave a camera recording and you wait for the guy to come in and and you know see the reaction okay okay well um i wanted to you know to speak to you guys about some some you know pretty cool stuff today uh but okay. before that we're gonna go to our sponsors today okay is the little broski doodles noodles so the new broski doodles hmm. noodles are available now on every Publix and walmart across the country uh they're one dollar or you can get three for two and they come in the shrimp meat and classic chicken flavor the broski doodles noodles please buy them and you don't have to put any code because we are direct partners so just by buying them you'll be supporting the broski doodles so back to our program today uh, i wanted okay. to touch on some subjects because if i you know let bj keep talking shit, he can you know he can go rambling for hours i wanted to touch <laughs> on some serious subjects because uh -huh. You know, you, you heard our last podcast. I even made a clip about it. It wasn't really conscious trying to trying to poke at you, but you know, it did it did make you feel a certain way because when things are true and you know they're true, they hurt. So we were speaking about you Oof. being a flake, right? This is you know we spoke in the Oof. in the last the next uh, clip, by the way. Yeah, the last the last episode. Uh, we'll, we'll put a clip real quick right here for people that didn't see the episode and or can be reminded anyways. And pretty much what I gotta say about it is. We were talking about slangs, and one of the words that we used to say back in the day is flake, you know, and, and we kept using that. At least I did here. I tell a Spanish motherfucker here he's a flake, he don't even know, right? So, but I keep using it, and we used you as an example because you always flake, right? I mean, even today, you even did some flickerish shit, right? Like, where you like, oh, I'm logged in, but I'll be right back, and then that took give you a, an extra half an hour to eat shit. So, I wanted to know... <laughs> Is this flaking done in a deliberate way or is it just something that just haunts you where you feel bad about it or or are you very like just fresh, chill, where you're like, yo, suck a motherfucker's nut? Oof. That's 
a very loaded question. <laughs> uh, first of all, uh, I took it personally when you said it, but I know that you um, were talking about the, the jargon and the slang that you guys were using back in the day. Um, the term flake, it, it hits hard because it is true. Um, but most of the time, the issue with flaking isn't, isn't deliberate. I, I think it's a, it's a time management issue where I believe that I'm going to be available to, to do something at a certain time. And then as the time gets closer, I realize that I, that I won't make it. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. Right. And then you, you, you're caught in this conundrum of like, do I even tell them or I just let time go and, and be my flaky self, you know? Mm, yeah. That's, that's, that's very hard to like, for me at least, do I, do I admit failure and say, you know, my bad, I can't go, but mind you, I have already said my bad, I can't go in previous times. Right. Okay. So the, then the next so thing, then the next thing is, do I even commit to, to doing this at all? Because then right. there, there, there comes this chance of the flaking. So do I even say, yes, I'm going to go do it. Or I, I upfront, and say, look, I'm not, I'm not even going to say yes because I'm, I know I'm going to flake from the, from the get. I, yeah, I okay. think that might be the better option. And it's, it's a quality that not many people have. At least I see that a lot in, in Miami. Everyone's like, yeah, bro, I'll let you know. That's, that's a classic <laughs> line. I'll let you know. Yo, hey, I, hey, I'm down, you bro. I'm down. A cultural thing? I'm down. <laughs> I'm down. Or is it like, um, Adrian, it, it, could, could it be like, Adrian, do you also fall in the flakiness? Or, I mean, we talked about this in the last episode, but we can go into deeper because at the end of the day, he is here to defend himself. And I don't want to, you know, be a piece of shit about it. Like, I want them to be nuanced, you know. Like, it could be the case that the culture upbringing in Miami made it almost inevitable for for there to be some flakiness in his character. I think it's not only John, everybody's character. Everybody has a touch of flakiness to them in the city, in, Miami. In, this city in this magic city. Everyone has a little bit of flake. This city. Uh, everyone just says, yeah, bro, you well. know, or... Yeah, I'll I'll be there. I'll, I'll give you a call, and that that never happens. And then you call, or, and then they don't pick up. Yeah, <laughs> I, I fall into that trap a lot. <clears throat> you know what's also happening? The flaking going on when so when you're calling the guy, you know, the guy, you know, Mister, Mister, hey, Mister flakes himself. Mr. Flakes himself, and he's like, bro, I got you, I got you, I got you. And you arrive at the place, and it's like, he disappeared for three weeks. <laughs> Doesn't even live there anymore. <laughs> like, he, he, like, he, he moved back in, later, in that like, little time. Hey, bro. He moved. Yeah. <laughs> and came back. But anyways, okay, so the flakiness, I think in Miami... Where, where, whenever I, I would assume this happens too, like in Hollywood, in California, wherever there's like this uh, vanity, right? A lot of this, like, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Like this, you know, superficial vibe. You're going to have a lot of this bullshit, like face fronts where you're always going to be like, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, we're going to make it. And then it's like, oh, I'm sorry. This happened. You know, do you think it can be improved, John? Do you think this is something like that there's things that steps that can be taken for you to improve your flakiness. And, and I understand that maybe not eliminate it completely based on the circumstances, but at least reduce it to a manageable level. I, I feel like, like some head and shoulders um, treatment. 
<laughs> we we need to discuss like the source of the flakiness, like what's what's causing you to flake, and then and then think about uh, then should you just like isolate yourself from society and not and say no to every single event. Like, would it be would it be better if I say no, I'm not going, and then I show up, or yeah, I'm going and don't, and don't show up. I I would go with no well, and then show up he, with the element of surprise. And it's like, I cleared out something in my right, schedule and right. I was able to make it, but I didn't lie to you from the beginning. But I think a lot of people have right, a hard time right. saying no up front. And that's why you get the, I'll let that, you know, type of thing. That, going that's, on. What, that's what we're going to like. The, the flakiness comes from people not being able to say no. Like I can't say okay, no so to the, hang out so with all do, of you. I've made it a social. Because I, I enjoy social, social pressure. hanging out with every single one of you. And I don't want to say no to your right. face because it, it feels rude or it feels like, you know, like, like standoffish, like, uh-huh. like, like, Oh, I don't want to know. I don't, don't want to hang out with you. Like, you know, like, like that's what it feels what like you're doing there. You, you're making yourself to be the victim. I don't want to hurt you. You guys is like, it's the greatest privilege I could have. So, so for me to say no, it's like it's like I'm betraying my father. So I take this pain inside, and I am the the group flake, the dominated flake, and I do like the dark night. It's like the dark night where like you're the hero that nobody knows. One day about. you'll understand, my kids. <laughs> uh, I, I'm not I'm not the flake that you deserve, but I'm the flake that you need right now. <laughs> yeah like I, I, i'll tell you this i'll tell you this in the great words of my boy jeff bezos you know how amazon became who they are they under promise and over deliver and by you saying bro i actually don't think i can go but if there's any way i can get out of what I, my commitments i'll pass through but i really can't promise anything and then you do come through you under promise, but over delivered. Became Bezos. You see, boom, boom. Bezos. I just fixed that problem for you. I just gave you that Amazon Prime. Immediately. All right. I'll take your. I'll take your advice. I'm gonna do it from here on out. And this way, we start normalizing, not always having to say yes to things. It's like, bro, oh, you got, oh, bro, actually, let me check. So it's you not what you check. say; it's how you I'll, say it. Also. Because if you just say no, I'm not going, then you just look like an asshole. Yeah. Then yeah, that's when then you get the asshole thing. The, the victimizing. That'll be like a like a that'll be like a psychopath, right? Like a psychopath that just says like, "No, sorry, no." <laughs> like, Next subject. <laughs> Next subject. <laughs> Next thing. I'm Elon Musk's son. What's up? Next one. <laughs> no, it, like okay. For example, I'll give you. I'll give you. Let's all give an example of how you could say this, right? Somebody, hey, bro, oh, damn, man, how you doing? Look, next Saturday, I got this little thing for my daughter, and we're making, like, a little bouncy house thing. You know, it's like a, you know, it's like an afternoon thing, but we're going to have margaritas and shit. You want to come through? He's like, damn, bro, that sounds mad fun, bro, but I actually got some shit, you know? The wife's always making this fucking, you know, like, get-togethers with, like, other couples and shit, and I have to kind of show up because I do go play football some days. But anyways, look, I don't think I can go, but if I can get out of going out with these fuckers, I'll definitely come through. Is that cool if I text you if I'm maybe free? All right, bro. Cool, man. Yeah. Okay. I think that was actually like like fucking Oscar nominated type shit. Like that was really good, right? <laughs> I then it's like, bro, Kiko, do whatever you need to do. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it also has the element of tiring oh, you out. So that it's like, <laughs> uh, like, fuck. Like, all right, I got it. <laughs> yeah, man. You're next year. 
you you also you also guarantee he's not gonna ask you again to do shit. <laughs> how would you say? How would you do it, John? Now I'm gonna put you in the spot. Now that you have learned, well, actually, Adrian go first so that he can learn a few more pointers, and then uh -huh. he, can, he can do his own. I think that would be good for the workshop. So so, so, so why don't you ask ask Adrian? I, I, like you're the person asking. All and right, then so Adrian let's say responds. Adrian, you and me, we're going by Dolphin Mall, and I see you, right? And we like, we're like boys from like high school and shit, but we haven't seen each other in a few years. But we're always cool. And I see you, I'm like, oh fuck, Adrian, dog, what do you do, dog? What's good? And you're like, hey, what's good, man? And you you guys start talking like back in the day, like it looks a little weird because you you know old, you don't have any hair, but you're saying shit like, yo, fire, you you were a heat up, you know, going back to the slangs that we use, and we're like, and I see you right okay. at the end of the conversation, we have a great conversation about our lives and our successes and our failures, and then I'm I'm like, hey, bro, let me get your number next Saturday, bro. My girlfriend's setting up a little getty, and all of her single friends are coming. They're all fine, and, and they're really actually looking. To do some like some some crazy shit, uh, you want to come through, bro? Well, in that case, I'll definitely go. Though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying like, to get out of that like, one. Like, like you're clearing out your schedule. Like if you got anything, yeah. for that, I'm already <laughs> texting, hey, getting rid of both. Hey, Journey's hey, like, bro. Like I don't know how much babysitters cost. I don't. Yes, I'm there. Like put yes twice. Can you put me and myself again on the list just to make sure another motherfucker? <laughs> Even you going? are like skeptical as to how fast I said yes. Like, don't you have kids that you want to check with the baby mama and stuff? <laughs> Kiko, don't worry, I'll be there. <laughs> okay, no, no, I just wanted to fuck with your mind there, but okay, ne ne so, you know, never mind but, that. But, but, I'm but inviting you to some boring ass shit. So let me go again. I'll take out oh, my phone up? first and be like, "Yo, let me get your number. Um, I'll let you know. I gotta see." It's like, hey, bro, could you could you record yourself saying that too, so I can have proof? <laughs> no, okay, but look, let me ask you something, okay? So like a more serious thing, where like you know, boring ass event. Hey, bro, what's good, man? Look, so check it out next Saturday. My niece is having this little like party, right? We're gonna get a little bouncy house, a pony and shit. You wanna come through, bro? I think you know it's gonna be fun times. You know, some of my aunts will be there. You know, bro, like you wanna come through, bro? I think you know, it'll be fine. You know, we haven't seen each other in a while. I think my my grandma wants to say hi to you. <laughs> you know, the thing with this situation is that I do have little kids that I always I'm constantly looking for something to do with them. Uh, so in this situation, I'll be like, yeah, let me get the details and I'll see you okay. there. I wouldn't be trying to get out of that one. What happens oh, okay. with me a lot is so that this like, one is almost almost as interesting as the one with the, <laughs> yeah. the single, single bitches. He's like, actually, Kiko. Okay, okay. So, okay. How about this? You what? tell me a scenario that I can say yeah. that you actually would like, we wouldn't like to go because it seems that you like all these weird type shits. <laughs> well, in the first one, I like to go for personal interest. And the second one is I have my kids. And I'm going to take them right. to something because I'm always looking for something. And that seems like the cheapest option. <laughs> okay. To be quite honest. Like you can even, it, yeah. yeah, it's cheaper than like Little it, Caesars even. <laughs> it, it just so happens that it, with me, People are inviting me out a lot, but I have the kids every well, I have Lucas every other weekend, which is it, it, it's complicated because with Graham, I could take him to different places. I can have him hang out with with us and whatnot. But with Lucas, it's a little bit more uh, restrictive. So right. I, I usually just resort to I need to check with Lucas's mom to see if I'm going to have him. Right. Because if I do have him, then I'm automatically a no. And people I've tried 
to take him and I've had people come over when he's here and they see how difficult it is. And after that, people understand. As soon as I say I got Lucas, they're like, I got you, bro. You let me know. Oh, so you actually have like a get out of jail free card for like, mm. well, for a few years. Yeah. It's like, bro, I got kids. That's it. And it is true. Like I have friends of mine that I would bully into doing shit and try to like come up with every, every reason to counteract their excuses. But I, I, as soon as some of my friends here started having kids and shit, they're like, hey, bro, I have to take care of this thing so that it doesn't fucking die. It's useless. I'm like, <laughs> that's literally nothing I can do about that. And I not don't have the energy to tell you the reality of the situation and why I am m worth much more than that person that is has nothing to offer, no conversation, <laughs> no topics. And I'm not going to get into that conversation with you. I prefer to keep it, you know, royal, keep it diplomat, you know. And I've known you for 12 years. Dude, Dude, the the like, <laughs> we, we passed out in Ultra 29, dog. What the fuck? I rescued you from the EMT. I don't know. Do they insist like they wanted to bring their kids to whatever it is that you had originally offered? Sorry? Do they insist like, no, bro, it's okay. I'll take my kids to whatever it is that. Oh, no, no. They're like, no, they don't. No, they already. And you don't insist of... either. You don't say like, oh, just bring them. Because you already Hell know. Hell no. Because <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> more often than not, times. he's I'll going to like a you. bar, right? I'll be honest with you. And people know this a little bit about me. I, I mean, I. The thing is with having a podcast is that part of this being the podcast that I wanted to be, I have to be very honest at times and vulnerable and say shit about me that people can can use against me or judge me or whatever the fuck. But like, bro, like this is a, this is the thing, right? Like I don't, I'm very respectful and I don't like things that annoy me. Right. So kids are annoying. Right. So I tolerate the ones that I need to tolerate. Right. The ones that are family related because I kind of need to. Right. And for some of them, I got even more love than others, you know, I don't want to specify here because, uh, but you know, like, and I have love for them. So that makes it easy for me to take the BS, right? Now with other friends, kids, it's like, bro, if you come to my house once with your kid and you don't take care of your kid, if you're the type of parent that are just laughing when your kid is destroying somebody's house, you never come into my house ever again. We're probably not going to see each other ever again. Yeah, we're probably gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're probably just going to be like <laughs> people that talk to each other through memes in Facebook. <laughs> and that's it. Because the, the way that you raise your kid tells a lot who you are to me. I'm, I'm becoming very dictatorship like in my later years. Oof. <laughs> I'm going to write a memoir. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I, with Adrian, I think he has an advantage where he could just be like, hey, bro, I got kids. So they're like, oh, yeah, don't worry. And, and I understand that because when my friends tell me that, I'm like, oh, yeah, don't worry, whatever. You're dead to me, actually. And I'm pretty sure Adrian, Adrian has felt well, that he doesn't get contacted by some friends not, since, you know, given the fact often, that, he, that, that has, has happened kid. too, that you don't hear from people that often because they know your situation and they don't even bother, which hurts a little bit, not going to lie. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I've had instances where people can insist like, no, bro, you got the kids. Don't worry. Let's go do it. I go do it. And they see how troublesome it is. And then I'm like, this is why. This is why. <laughs> well, how about this? this I, have a, I have a little like solution because I'm a solution guy, you know. 
I mean, one of the best solutions, guys, we've had here is our boy Tavo that we all love. And, you know, he, you know he's going through his own things at the moment. He's always, he's always, uh, he's always waging a battle, you know, <laughs> with different demons, you know. So, like, so I remember he, you know, he's, he's a solution, man. I remember when he came through the podcast. One thing I learned from him is I'm, I, I cannot just bring here the things I need to also provide some of the solutions. That's why when BJ comes, you know, we try to help. And I don't want people to think that we bring him here like our retarded brother. He's our boy. <laughs> but, but you know. Nobody I, I that. Really, <laughs> Despite how he dresses. So a solution to this is in the U.S. it's very common for there to be parks, like open, you know, trees yeah. parks, right? Like we know some of them, like the C.B. Smith Park, like Oleda Park or, you know, Markham Park. Okay. So. I think, right, like me as a person that wants to, you know, I don't want to be the person that doesn't have friends. So you do have to filter out and be like, okay, there are some families that I'm going to have to hang out with that have kids. And this is going to become even realer when I have kids too. And now I have to mix my kids with other kids. But now that I don't have kids, it's, it's a mission for me to do it. But I do it because I got love for my friends, very few of them. So going to one of those parks, and I'm pretty sure you've done this, Adrian, how was your experience when you go to a park like that, where you have a picnic, where you have like a people doing barbecue, people doing barbecue, you have Barry, people sitting down, <laughs> you have a little football going, you have a little, you know, one of those uh, frisbee. A boomer, a frisbee going, everybody, you know, you got the little flowers, you got the little butterflies. Do you think in those situations is something like, okay, they could be a little disastrous because they're out here in the wild, so to speak. And you got your boy there, you know, like, hey, are you working hard or hardly working on the grill? You know, like, <laughs> does that work out better than going to fucking like, you Th know, those, those are the best situations. Yeah. If you're going to meet with people, that is the best situation you could be in because it's expected for everybody to be running around wild and shit. You're at a park. But <clears throat> the best solution is for everybody else to have kids because I've gone to barbecues with family and I still have to run after the littlest one. The older one can take care of himself, but it's the youngest one that needs a constant attention, the constant, hey, don't run into that car. Hey, don't fucking climb the tree. Hey, whatever it may be. So, yeah, out, out of everything that you could do is that the beach, the pool, anything outdoors where there can be okay. continuously stimulated, because if you go to like a bowling or a top golf, it's just trying to make sure that they don't die. <laughs> <laughs> And bowling, it's, it's okay. the little one running onto the lanes. And top oh golf, it's the other God. one trying to look over the edge. Oh, oh my, my God. God. No, I feel you. I feel you. Okay. Okay. Well, well, well John um, knows too. John, John's basically, I want to say, raises <laughs> his uh, his niece, but he's there quite often for her. Yeah. It's, it's not. It's not. <laughs> it's not. Would, it's you not, not like, very... would you say you're like, you're more than an uncle? Hmm. No, I wouldn't say that. I guess <laughs> <laughs> <It gets> weird. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why that question started fine. Started like a technical question, and, and then it got really dark. Oh, man. Really dark. No, no, what I'm trying to say is that when you say that, that you, you know, I mean, you love her very much. She's your niece. That you put a lot mm. more effort into it than a normal, like an average uncle would put that you... Why are you laughing? Why are you laughing like that, you piece of shit? Would you say you have skin in the game? 
<laughs> Yo, this dude, bro. Oh, 50%, right? 50%? <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Fuck. No, but what I'm, what I'm saying is, like, do you, for example, are you able to use that card? Yo, I got, I, I'm taking care of my knees this weekend. There, there are times where, where I would have to have, like, I've used that card recently, more recent than, than before. Uh, but, um, I, not, not necessarily, um, because she is here often, but not often enough for me to have that as a card. So let's say she's here once a month, more or less. Okay. What about, I need to go to church. Is that one that you've used in the recent times that you've converted? Mm, I mean, church is with me all, uh, everywhere, everywhere I go. I, it's when it's oh. five, when it's five o'clock and. And the yeah, it looks to, for the sun in the west, and and there we go. You know, like it's just right there, you go. it's right, church, right you the, wherever you make the connection. I go. You make the connection. Um, right. Church, church uh, it has not been uh, a reason for me to to not okay, go. Okay, so you um, give so you give us an example, right? So Adrian already, you know, besides smashing some of my questions, saying you know, he also gave examples. How would you respond? So I'm like, I see you, right? John, but obviously right. don't think it's me, Kiko. Like, it's another friend. Like, because if, if it's me, yeah, you better tell me the about, truth right. or I'm going to slap you right there in Dolphin Mall. <laughs> but think about, like, a friend from the past, right? We're, we're, talking, about, uh, we're talking about random random high school friend that you, yeah, that you used to hang out with a lot. Yeah. And, and you're cool you, with. You're cool with. He never cool dirtbagged you. And, but, you know. And you just, you just meet up with him now recently. Right, boo. You ha like, even had a few beers in Dave and Buster. Because he's so, like, bro, you know what? Bro, let me buy you a beer, bro, because damn, bro, I, you bring so much memories, dog. You guys sit down, we're talking, and I'm like, yo, John, guess what, bro? I got to go now, but this Saturday, my mm -hmm. my mom is, is hosting her 50-year anniversary with my dad, and we're going to have rancheras, mm -hmm. and we're going to have uh -huh. taco night, and bro, it's going to be super fun. It's going to be a lot of tias there. They're going to be telling the stories from their childhood, so I just want you to come through, bro. Hey, are you down, then, bro? What's up, then, man? You're not working, bro. You gotta come down. And then I remember that he that, that he had a hot sister, so I'm like, "Yo, is your sister gonna be there?" <laughs> and then he's like, "Oh, man, hello, hello." The video went off. Yeah, my window. Oh, give me a sec. Uh, I'm getting a. Oh, God damn it. Um. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> This guy is one of the in action. This is some shit. It couldn't be a better topic for him to disappear on. Well, anyways, guys, we're gonna end it there because when you have a retard as a guest, these things may happen. Uh, but we wanted to give a little more insight into what flaking is and what are the consequences of it. So, thank you very much for tuning in. We love you, and thank you, Adrian, for being there. Even. Uh, you know, from over there. Of course, dude. Anytime. Brosky Doodle. So Brosky Doodles do. <laughs>